Welcome back to Fat People with Opinions, ladies and men and non-binary friends. Um, I'm your host, Taylor, and I'm here with your other host, Isaiah. And we're back, and we're fat, and we still have fucking opinions a month and a half later. (laughs) (laughs) Has it really been a month and a half later? I don't know. It's been at least a month. And that was the last last time that we recorded. You opened the show with, we're a syndicated show now. Right. (laughs) (laughs) We're honestly a syndicated radio show, so I feel like we should be nominated for some sort of broadcasting award. I mean, it's just crazy because we were doing so well. (laughs) I feel like that's how life for millennials goes. Like, it's really good for a stretch of time. And then it's just like, what the fuck happened? What happened? But you know what? We're here. We're We're queer. queer. (laughs) So get used to it. Mm -hmm. In the words of, who is that, Joanne? The scammer? It, didn't she say that? I don't know who said that. Whatever. I don't think it. Joanne came up with it. She's a scammer after all. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm thriving. <laughs> I can see, bitch. <laughs> I'm having a great time in isolation. Are you really? Yes. <laughs> You're really having a great time? Mm-hmm. Since I've had to stop working, it's been like, yeah, I get to do things that I want to do. I wake up when I want to wake up. I can go to bed when I want to go to bed. I stayed up like two days straight once. I stayed <laughs> up for like two days straight once. Playing The Sims. That was when I realized that I had a problem. Okay. And I took a few days off after that. But I'm back at it. <laughs> <laughs> like, y'all don't understand. So I come into <laughs> the place that we record. And I, you know, first of all, I texted her when I left my... Because immediately... I worked until 9 o'clock. So <laughs> I clocked out at like 9.05 and then left my house at like 9.09. I texted her probably like 9.12, 9.13. Don't text and drive, even though in this instance I did. Um, texted her and I was like, I'm on my way because I just didn't want her to be surprised. No response at all. <laughs> and I get here and her house is probably like 20 minutes away from mine, 15, 20 minutes. I was going above the speed limit, so it only ended up being like 12. And... <laughs> I come into the house, I knock on the door, and we're in shock that I <laughs> that I have arrived. I usually unlock the door for him when I know he's coming so that I don't have to get up to open the door. Right, because I also live here as well. So I <laughs> But this time the door was locked because I didn't know anybody was coming. <laughs> when she told me to come here today to record. Then the first thing that my eyes are drawn to in this room is this new piece of furniture in the center of the room (laughs) it is in the center of the room and i was like what the hell is this i set up my workspace (laughs) are you gonna tell the people what it is um i got a new computer and i've set it on the coffee table in my living room so that i can sit on the floor in front of my couch and play the sims while watching people on youtube Play the Sims like, on the TV. I cannot. I, cannot. I absolutely cannot. <laughs> and it's like the cutest little setup. Like, I'm so jealous. And I'm like, <laughs> I want to get one for myself. So I can play the Sims as well. Yeah, so you can sit on the floor and play the Sims while watching people play the Sims on YouTube, on the TV. Do you know what the biggest gag would be? Because at my job, I have two monitors because everything, like, whatever. <laughs> Niggas need two monitors to do this job. 
if I could get another computer, bitch, I could really be. Yeah, you could play The Sims while helping people with their real life issues. Bitch, what's homeboy um from the Matrix tank? I'm that nigga that with all the monitors and shit, bitch, and checking out the mainframes and shit. That would be me. I was watching people on YouTube set up their gaming stations. Mm-hmm. Like, they got new gaming computers and, like, set up a gaming area in their houses. It's wild. Like, people really have three wide screens. Like, three screen wide gaming areas. Like, how? Like, and how, really... How do, what, what do you put... Does different things happen on each screen when you're gaming? How do you look on all those things? Well, I know a lot of the streamers that I... I mean, I say a lot of them. There's only really one streamer that I watch on <laughs> Twitch. One of the streamers I watch on Twitch, I know that he's probably looking at the Twitch stream while he's also recording and playing the game. So I feel like that requires... Multiple different things. I can't look away from the screen while I'm playing a game. Otherwise, Death. I die. Yes. <laughs> I am the same. <laughs> like, niggas have really taken this gaming shit to a whole nother level. Yes. Like, beating entire games are supposed to be, like, 60 hours, 80 hours, 1,000 hours, and, like, four hours. Mm-mm. And never taking damage. That's wild. That's really wild. I'm like, bitch. I can't start the game without taking damage. <laughs> I, I step off the save point and damage. Hello. Easiest difficulty. Damage. <laughs> like, I can't. <laughs> Well, I'm glad to hear that you're doing okay, friend. We Thanks. should do a check-in episode and talk about this newfound freedom that you have now that you... I'm off the grid. Have you... Now that you've departed from... Society. Yes. <laughs> um, How have you been? What you've been doing? I'm actually good. Like, I'm really optimistic. Like, I'm okay. Yeah. I and- feel like, you know how everybody's like this virus is going to like kill businesses and everything Mm -hmm. and how it's going to like start a depression. I feel like millennials and people younger than us are like, this is fine. Right. This is what life has been our entire life. So welcome to hell. Right. (laughs) I I feel fine here. You're the new one. (laughs) I mean, And I was thinking about this on my drive here. I'm like, I don't know if this is like, I wholeheartedly believe that just by virtue of being black, that we are, it's like a part of our makeup to know how to deal in like situations that are just horrible. Mm -hmm. Like we literally know how to survive and thrive as part of our like physiology, you know, because the the ancestors have imbued us with those powers. (laughs) However, it's like, I don't know. I'm just optimistic. Like, I don't even, I don't know. I just have been focusing on, like, my finances and getting my finances together. And that has taken up, like, my, that's, like, my sole focus. And I'm, like, tunnel vision. I'm, like, I want to have my debts paid off by this time. And I've been executing a plan and I've been seeing results of that. And it's been making me feel like, oh, bitch. (laughs) Oh, bitch. They, like, I've been saying to myself, I want to be debt free. And I'm seeing a path to that. It's not just like this abstract kind of concept in my head. It's something that I'm actually working towards and seeing numbers diminished. I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> I can really do this. Yeah. I paid something off the other day. It Come was on. Like, it felt wild. It was like, how, you mean I never have to pay on this ever again? Right. 
and I get to keep it. <laughs> and it belongs to you. Right. <laughs> it was crazy. Like, it's really fucking crazy. And I'm just like, there's going to come a time where I'm not going to have student loans. Mm-hmm. There's going to come a time where I don't have this car note. And those th- that time is not too far from now if I continue on with my plan. And that's going to open up a whole new realm of possibilities in terms of just operating from a place of intention. Like, mm-hmm. I don't have to be holding to... I mean, to some degree, we are are beholden to capitalism because it's capitalism. But like, to a certain extent, I won't be at the mercy of a job that I don't want to be in because I can say, I can take this hit because I have I, I don't have the, the debt. Right. You know, I can yeah. say fuck this and go find some other shitty job to work mm-hmm. or find a job that I actually love and enjoy and it's passionate. I'm passionate about and keep it pushing. And imagine like. Being in a situation where you don't even have to, like, the only thing you have to worry about is your immediate, like, living bills. Right. Like, you could, I don't want to say work at McDonald's, because that's even, even that's still not realistic, but, like, you could do something not important mm-hmm. that you don't have to put in a whole bunch of work toward, mm-hmm. and then, like, <laughs> go live the rest of your life, you And know? live the rest of your life, because it's like, I've come to realize that if I'm not working in my career, my job shouldn't take up a whole bunch of my space, right. the space in my life. Right. Like if I'm not working in something that I legitimately would have put all of my eggs into that basket, all my time and energy into, it's like, it really should just be as simple as me clocking in, doing what I need to do, focusing on the immediate task within this, this, this shift that I'm doing and then leaving and never returning. I mean, returning, but, <laughs> <laughs> but like leaving it there and then, coming back the following day. And I've been having that mindset lately because I was finding myself really getting stressed at my job. And I'm like, I'm not, A, I'm not getting paid enough for all this emotional and mental and psychological labor that I'm putting into this. B, the situation doesn't require that because I really don't give a fuck about (laughs) these people at all. I'm sorry, I really don't. Like, I really do not. Taylor, I do not. I don't care about these people. And I don't care about this job. And I'm sorry. It's a means to an end. And I'm like, I, I for a moment, I lost sight of that. Like, bitch, this is a, a means for me to pay my bills. And then once they're paid, I'm leaving. Mm-hmm. You have no connection to any of those people. So it's, I need to do whatever I can do to get through this hour. Mm-hmm. And to make it to the next one. Mm-hmm. So if that means... Acting like you didn't see this request for the supervisor. That's, that's what I'm doing. If, okay. it actually, if, it's, if it's you saying, I'm not going to send this email today. I'm instead going to watch a full season of Pose on my phone and send it tomorrow. That's what you're going to do. Okay. I support that. And that's that's what I've been doing. <laughs> like, I can't. I'm, 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 try, I'm getting into the mode where I'm going to let this job work for me and, once, and using it to help me do what I need to do and then make the moves that I see for myself. Because right now, that's the only thing I know wholeheartedly that I want, is to be debt-free, experience financial freedom, and operate from a place of just intention. I'm sorry, excuse me why I check my <laughs> grinder messages. Continue. Okay. Uh, real quick, before I forget, I want to mm-hmm. shout out Amber's podcast one more time. Well, not even one more time. Another time. Because... 
sis is really showing us a lot of love. Like she, first of all, if you haven't listened to her podcast, you need to go listen to her podcast. It's called Professionally Silly. She puts out an episode every fucking week. Come on. Every fucking week she's she way we better get an than episode. Us. <laughs> <laughs> better than us. She's consistent. And every fucking week she shouts us out in her episodes. Every week. Has she really? Yes. So big shout out to her. Like you really, you really showing the niggas some love. Like thank you. Oh my god. So we're gonna play her promo again right here because if you haven't again, like if you haven't listened to that podcast, it's fucking hilarious. And also, if you're into like the supernatural, she delves into that shit too. Oh so. no, bitch! I'm scared. Well, hello there, Wi-Fi and data users. Welcome to the Professionally Silly Podcast. I'm your audible boo thing, Amber Smiles Jones, a stand-up comedian and YouTuber from Atlanta, Georgia, trying her best not to go bankrupt in Los Angeles. <laughs> this is the podcast where you can experience the silly, random, creepy, and, of course, the weird. Get your fix of hilarious news stories, true crime experiences, and more. The internet is a huge place, so think of me as your audible YouTube video. Enjoy the sounds of my melanated voice as I say all the that people are afraid to say out loud. Join me every Friday recorded right here on the Anchor app where I take my silliness seriously. She really shouts us out. I've been listening to her podcast and every week I hear our promo. Really? Mm-hmm. Every week. Has it, have you have you seen like traction because of that? I haven't been looking at our numbers because we haven't been putting out. It <laughs> we don't need to go there. We don't need to go there. Okay, bitch. We don't need to get on this. Scale. But also, if you're here because Amber sent you, let us know. Hit us up on the Instagram page. We want to know that you're here so we can say hello. Yeah, I need to get better at this whole like social media thing. <laughs> so bitch. do I. I mean, I haven't been on Instagram in about as long as we've put up an episode. Really? Even my personal Instagram. I, I think I've given up on Instagram. I don't know. I've been concentrating on me. <laughs> I. Playing The Sims. Bring me. Watching Avatar The Last Airbender. These are all things that I am on board with. <laughs> like, completely on board with. I, I made a, a house out of cardboard boxes for my dogs one day. I was like, bitch, is this a gingerbread house? I don't, <laughs> like, I wish you could see what this looks like. I was like... This is really giving me gingerbread <laughs> with the little frosting used to as an adhesive. Oh, yeah, because the tape that I used is white. Right. It's really giving me that. I was like, this big-ass gingerbread house, and there's Christmas is nowhere in sight. Can we also talk about how, like, time is, the time space continuum? It doesn't, it doesn't like, exist. It has stopped. Like... It has stopped. That's why when you got here, I was like, no way. Because it was still 6 o'clock in my mind. Because I have been sitting here playing The Sims since, like, five in the morning no because oh. <laughs> i did things today since like 5 p.m i have been sitting here downloading cc and playing the sims there was no way that it was after nine o'clock and you walked through the door and i was like oh this man quit his job i mean i'm, I'm always <laughs> right on the verge bitch always right on the verge but like we are in a completely different dimension mm-hmm. like <laughs> I, what, is I time? Just, what is time what is the time space continuum is really doesn't really exist anymore because time is accelerating at such a rate where do you understand that in two minutes it's going to be June? Mm-hmm. Like, and we're still in the house, and we've been in the house for what three, four months mm-hmm. at least three. Bitch, What is time? And there's no sight of, I mean, <laughs> other people are getting out, but Delaware is not going anywhere, so 
Well, Carney's talking about they're going to open stuff up on June 1st. Yeah, but he also said that about May 15th, and here we are. And, so. like, May 1st and <laughs> April 30th, April 15th. <laughs> but I think they're actually going to open stuff on June 1st because he really, I was checking the website, and he released, like, a detailed plan. What kind of stuff, though? Like, beaches or, like, No, everything, for the most part, everything is opening up. I'm putting quotations. But one of the biggest things is that, like, on a certain businesses, like, most businesses can only operate within 30% occupancy. Okay. So, like, gyms are going to be opening. That's scary. That's, I mean, I'm scared, but I'm also I'm, yeah, excited. I, I still want to go, but right. it's scary. <laughs> I saw a um, video of gyms in, I want to say China, but I'm just going to say an Asian country, mm-hmm. where they were putting up, like, plexiglass in between each machine. I saw that get, like, I think it was a meme that I saw, and I was like, this is such a good idea. Why don't they do that? I don't know. They should do that all of the time, so that none of your sweat gets on me while I'm on the treadmill. <laughs> also, Yes. <laughs> Or like put the machines in kind of like a room, like a, a like a plastic room, like that you can like zip uh, zip up and oh, zip yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Okay, yeah, yeah. almost like, like a, a big um, ass hamster ball. Yeah, I, that's not the vi- the image I was going right, with, but, but <laughs> yeah, that was the only thing I took <laughs> to compare it to. I was thinking like in the the quarantine ward at hospitals, how you can like. Zip it up and zip it down. Yeah. Yeah, like, do that. Like, when you're on the stair stepper, you can zip it in, zip it up to go into it and then close it when you're in it. And then Only you thing come is, out, how would you control airflow? Because it would get You, I mean, you pass out and die. But, <laughs> okay. But if that's the goal. <laughs> you know, it would make the workout definitely harder. Give you a sauna tea. <laughs> that would be fun. I'm just excited to go on the stairs separate bitch because this running outside shit is for the birds, bitch. And the birds be outside and with the with me on the workouts. Mm-mm. The geese and the no, ducks no, and And I be having to to run around them. Mm-mm. They said, um, excuse me. This is my home. Right. <laughs> like today I was running and this geese was geese goose. This goose. <coughs> uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> There's something about the rope. It's not Corona. It's probably this lemonade that went down the wrong pipe. Bitch. <laughs> this goose. Goose. This You're goose. not going to come in my house and me cough once and you'd be like, uh-uh. You came over here. <laughs> Correct. At, at, after your invitation too, okay? I didn't even know you were coming. Again, she invited me <laughs> to her home, to her abode, to record our podcast. Okay, tell me about this goose. This geese. <laughs> The goose was just in the middle of, in my way. And I was trying to figure out a way to, you know, get around the goose. And I was trying to negotiate how we're going to make this exchange from one place to another. Because this goose was looking at me like, bitch, I don't know where you're going, but I'm not going anywhere. And I was looking at the, the goose like, bitch, I have to get this mile in. So Y'all were the, the Diddy meme from American Idol? Yeah, that. Damn. We were just looking at each other like, I don't know what you're doing and I don't know what I'm doing. So I just ended up, you know, going around the goose because I was like, I don't have time for this goose to attack me. And I just had a vision of like my eyes being missing. And oh, no. Because the goose decided it wanted to be a carnivore in that moment. Mm-mm. And I feel like animals, this is why I really don't fuck with animals like that because they're all, they're one, one wrong move, <laughs> one false move, bitch, and it's over. Mm-mm. Remember what happened to that, um, let me not say that, that's horrible. The kid who fell in the gorilla tank? 
No, I was going to say the lady who was on Oprah who got her face torn up by that chimpanzee. Oh, no. Mm-mm. I remember that. I can see it in my mind. Yeah, I so can I. And I, was, I mean, that's horrible, but it's also like, who the fuck has chimpanzees just chilling in their homes? <laughs> like, if, is that you? Did you watch Tiger King? People I did not. Have, people have whole tigers just chilling in their homes. And didn't someone get mauled? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Someone lost an arm in the documentary. The defense rests, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> the prosecution rests. Have you been keeping up with track race? Track race. Drag race with a D? Um, no, I haven't watched a season like that. I just have been listening to people recap it, but I haven't really been putting it any attention. I've been into it. You have? Yes. Is it good? Yes. I, I- am a big Jada Essence Hall fan. Ugh. She is everything. I want her to win. I heard that she's really, really, like, sickening. Like, she's, like, a, a female impersonator. Yes. Like, yes. She is everything. Her and Gigi Good. Gigi Good is really just, like, a looks queen, though. She's cute. And she can sew. Jada has personality. I love that. I love a queen with personality. Who's your favorite drag race queen of all time right now? Pick. Shangela. That's a good one. Did you watch their show? I watched like 10 minutes of it, but then I had to turn it off. No. Did, did you not. watch their show? I want to watch it. It seems like it's going to be interesting. Um, Who's yours? Bob. Bob. Bob the drag queen. She, I just fucking love that bitch <laughs> so much. I cannot. Like, I just I love her so much. She's fucking funny as hell. <laughs> and she's just like, she's the perfect... Like, the perfect mix for me. Like, for me, drag, it's like, okay, you look like this person, or you can sew, you can do all that thing, and, like, that's cool. It's cute to look at. But then it's like, okay, you open your mouth, and I don't know what the fuck is happening. There's nothing there. Drag, I mean, Bob is, like, all of that. Like, her looks are sickening. I really enjoy her drag. And then also, she has a sociopolitical point of view, and she be saying things that I agree with mm-hmm. and she has positions on issues and she's not afraid to say that say it and she's just funny as hell. This season there was the debate. They do that every season, I think, or every couple of seasons. Whatever, the presidential debate. Mm. Um and each of them had to be a candidate and Jada, who knows nothing about politics, played the I know nothing about politics card and was mm-hmm. just like the I'm going to distract you. I'm going to tell you to look over there. Like, it was really cute and it was really funny. But it was like, we got to the end of it and it's like, it was a social commentary on what actual politics are right now. (laughs) Come on, inadvertent social commentary. (laughs) Nobody knows what the fuck is going on. This was last week's episode? This was a couple weeks ago. Mm -hmm. We're at the, like, the finale is the next episode now. But it's going to be filmed on a Zoom call. So that's going to be fun. The finale is going to be filmed on a Zoom call? Yeah, they're going to lip sync for their lives on Zoom. Bitch, what? <laughs> like, I cannot. This whole situation has, like, permeated all aspects of human life. I mean, as it would. But it's wild. I haven't really been watching anything, like... The only thing I really watch that, like, I can see that's impacted by, like, in terms of the production is the news. But I don't really watch anything. Do you watch the news? Oh, yeah, I watch news all the time. You know, I'm like, 
yeah, a middle-aged white woman. Yeah. <laughs> in that I'm like, the TV's constantly on MSNBC. Mm-hmm. And then I have something, I mean, and I have issues with them, but that's not the end of there. But I like to have them in the background while I'm doing other things. I like to be able to control which news stories I consume at what time. <laughs> Come on, bubble. <laughs> Come on. We all like to be in our little ideological bubbles. Mm-hmm. I only want to read the good things today. I'm not going to watch the news because they're not going to show me any good things. <laughs> yeah, I can't really watch. I definitely can't watch somebody's fucking Fox News. CNN, Because, mm, mm, no, I can't watch them. I mean, most of the time I get my news news from people on YouTube who, like, the voices I trust on the left. But most of the time I just have MSNBC in the background. Because I do think they give me good breaking news coverage like up to the minute what's going on with the virus coverage so mm-hmm. i appreciate that aspect of it but they get their bernie coverage really put a sour taste in my mouth but that's neither here nor there <laughs> but i'm glad to hear that you're feeling okay friend mm-hmm. i'm having a great time how do you want to do a check-in about the presidential race do you have thoughts not on the race because i haven't been following it because i it's just going to be a bunch of the same that it has been. Right. I have um, thoughts on things that have been happening on the Hill lately, but not as far as like the presidential race. Why did you have thoughts? Did something happen? Uh, no, I mean, everything is pretty much old. Y'all know how I feel. <laughs> it's two old white men. How do you feel about two old people white men. saying that they feel so strongly about not liking Biden that they're not going to vote for him. It's a mixed bag for me mm-hmm. because I understand. And I also get the urge to want to stand for something. Mm-hmm. I just don't think that it's going to work out for you in the long run. Mm-hmm. Either way, you're going to lose in that situation. So, you saying, I didn't want Biden, so I'm not going to vote at all. It's only going to result in Trump winning. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, me saying, I didn't want Biden, but I'm going to vote for him, even though just because I want to get Trump out of here leaves me with Biden. So, like, <laughs> it's a lose-lose. Do you feel like that is a privileged position? Like, when someone says, I'm making the choice to not vote for Biden... Because I want to, it it doesn't align with my ideological perspective, my morals, my values. Is that like a privileged position? Yeah, because base level, there are things that you would get with Biden that you wouldn't get with Trump that would impact you on a, that would only impact people who don't come from a privileged background. Right. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I also think that it is a privilege to look at someone and say, I didn't give you a voice. I didn't listen to you when you said this is what you need and this is the candidate that you need. Mm-hmm. I just voted for what I wanted. And now that I've won, you need to vote with me. I think that right. is a privileged perspective as well. Yeah. I'm just trying to figure out how I feel about it. Similarly to you, I don't feel too strongly about people who saying they're not... I don't feel too strongly about people saying they're not going to vote for Biden because they just can't bring themselves to do it based off of the kind of person that he is. They don't agree with his policy prescriptions based off. Also, they don't fuck with this whole Tara Reid story. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I can't blame people for that because I understand. It's like, 
a, a similar thing. It's also like if you're going to sit here and say, I would never vote for Trump because he is a rapist and he's a misogynist and I don't I don't align with people like that. But then you're going to go, you know, assuming that this Tara Reid story is true. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm the type of person to side with the victims always. Mm-hmm. So assuming that the Tara Reid story is true, you're going to go and be like, but but I'm going to vote for Biden and you should too. Like that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, it's it's definitely hard, but for me, the whole privilege question, it's, it, 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 it's a sucky answer, but it depends on who's saying it. Because there was someone who I follow, who I used to really, really enjoy on YouTube. His name his his name is Kyle Kalinske. And I remember he tweeted that he wasn't going to vote for Biden. And he got this whole, you know, all these tweets, like, essentially calling him, like, privileged white man, you know, who was, like, a complicit in, like, racism, misogyny, xenophobia, all that kind of stuff. And I get that response, but it's also, like, to me, those people who are saying that to him don't really know who he is in terms of his coverage. Yeah. So it's kind of, like, I can understand why you think it's, like, you're so wrapped up in trying to maintain this kind of, like, moral argument that's pure like this moral position that's pure and that you cannot bring yourself to get into the trenches with the rest of humanity (laughs) with the rest of the world because you feel like i want to have a candidate that truly aligns with my values i mean i feel like some people have to hold that position to to make sure that we're moving towards those values. Yeah. Like, there's some people who have to have that position. Otherwise, we're going to get stuck in this loop where it's like, I'm just going to keep going with the lesser of the two evils. It's fine. The lesser of the lesser of two evils. Whereas, uh, on the other hand, uh, one of my other favorite, like, political commentators, Sam Cedar, he said, voting is like a material question. Like, it's... it's you're doing it for some sort of material benefit. You're doing it for some sort of result. So it's like, although it may not necessarily align with your political ideology, you're doing it because you can measure, like, you can rationally measure what the outcomes are going to be based off of both candidates and decide which one is better for you. So it's like, like you said, there's basic things that Biden, even if you don't fuck with him as a candidate, his administration is going to be different, which in, in our case is going to be better <laughs> than what we currently have. Because um, it can't get much worse. And then he's his policies, his policy prescriptions, when you actually look at them, I don't know if you can, some people will say we don't trust that he's going to do that, but it's like, I mean, you can literally argue that about any politician. And you can argue it about the person who's currently in office. Right. So he has policy prescriptions that I fuck with. There's something that if you're someone who's on the left, they may not be as progressive as you want them to be, but at least it's something Mm -hmm. as opposed to what we currently have. So it's kind of like there's a material outcome that comes with voting for Biden in this election that I think is not the same as the Hillary conversation. And I think it, 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 it requires people to get in the trenches and actually make a decision, even though it's not going to be an easy one. And it's not going to be a, like, you're not going, it's not a pure decision. People are fucked up. <laughs> like <laughs> People have done fucked up things. So you have to get in the trenches and make a decision in hope that the person that you elect is going to do things for your benefit. 
not say I'm not going to vote for anyone. Right. So I don't know how I feel all that to say. I just think that there's merit to both of those arguments. But I do think I, you don't do the progressive movement any favors by trying to antagonize people by saying that they're privileged and kind of like this, you know, like defamatory way. Yeah, you're not doing the progressive movement any favors. You're also not doing the country as a whole any favors. Right. Because if we're going to move, we have to, like, we can't sit still. A lateral move is not a move at all. Right. We have to do something. Like, we have to do something. And I think the situation is so... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, like, we're in such a, a crisis of a situation that we have no choice but to act. Like, I don't... Like you said, I don't... This is the worst that it possibly could be. <laughs> like, this is the absolute worst that it possibly could be. For me. I mean, it definitely could get worse, but... Like, there's, it's about to be 100,000 people that died because this nigga did absolutely nothing. <laughs> like, not even absolutely nothing. He did less than nothing. He abolished the, the pandemic team. <laughs> the team that could have helped us, you know, get ahead of things. He abolished it. So we're, we're not at zero. We're at, like, negative four. Negative four. And, again, we seem to have no clear horizon at all there's nothing i mean there's things that are happening but it's like there's we don't have anything to look towards and this thing is telling people to ingest bleach he's telling people to that he's still ingesting hydroxychloroquine mm -hmm. like i don't know if i think i don't know if i think that's true do you think that's true that he's still ingesting it yeah no i don't think it's true because I, I think he would have suffered some sort of health situation I, I have all of the most horrible thoughts when i heard him say that he was <laughs> I'm not going to say what they are because the feds, the feds, the feds, however, child, I had all of the, the horrible thoughts. I do want to ask you something because Pelosi, when she heard that he was still taking hydro, whatever, mm -hmm. said that she didn't think he should be taking it because it puts a lot of strain on one's heart and he was already morbidly obese. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people took that as fat shaming. Do you think that's fat shaming? A lot of people also defended it saying that it's a medical term, so it can't possibly be fat shaming. And I have thoughts on that too. There's a, but there I was, a, hear lot, yours there was first. a lot going on there that we could unpack. I mean, ugh. <laughs> 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 oh my God, there is so much that we could talk about. I mean, she essentially said that I, she said, I would rather him not take it because, because of his age group and because he's what they would say, morbidly obese, mm -hmm. is what was her, like, I think her quote, exactly. And I'm like, I'm so conflicted. Because we're calling a thing a thing mm -hmm. by saying that he's not morbidly obese. He's not nobody's fucking morbidly obese. She meant obese. She's shading, but, like, she meant obese. Do you think on, like, the, the little doctor's little scale john that he would be morbidly obese i was reading an article that said i think it was the guardian that said based off of his weight in bmi that he is considered obese he's not considered okay. morbidly okay mm -hmm. yeah i don't really look at this man's body too often so i don't really it's, have a it's... complete picture of what he looks like and again this is we can really have a whole conversation about like the medicalization of obesity and like fatness and that kind of thing but 
it's not really based off how someone looks. It's more so based off numbers. It yeah. really is. They said he's like 79. It, and the fact that he's 79 is wild to me. He's 79? <laughs> yes, he's Years 70, old? He's no, he's not. He is. 79? Blows my fucking mind. That puts so much into perspective. This man is suffering from dementia. He's 79 years old. This I'm is a, why he can't give a cohesive speech. Oh my God. And y'all, se- I'm sorry, 73. 73. I mean, that's only a little bit better. I guess my grandparents are in their 70s. I had to correct the record, Joe. I was like, let me just make sure I'm not tripping. These niggas are really sending me. Mm, let me shut up. Okay. <laughs> 73. Wrong episode. Wrong episode. <laughs> 73. And I'm like, and he's 73, and I think, I forget what his weight was, but I wanted to say it was like 270, 80 pounds, something like that. Okay. And he's 73. But so he's like, also tall as fuck. And he's not like going to the gym every day. <laughs> like, he's 73. Whatever. Okay, so do you think, you think that it was a purposeful shade? I think that she was, I mean, it probably was just like a slip of the tongue, honestly. I don't know. I don't know. I don't really fuck with her, so I'm trying to not look it through that lens because she's kind of like the literal representation of like the 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 Democratic establishment that I'm just really not fucking with who really coalesced in order to ensure that Bernie was not the nominee. Mm-hmm. But... I think in that moment, she, I mean, who knows the difference between morbidly obese and obese when they're having a fucking interview and they're not a doctor, like... (laughs) Especially when they're not either. Right. When they're not either. When they are neither obese nor morbidly obese. I think the point is that she was trying to say that fat people shouldn't be taking hydroxychloroquine. I mean, I don't even know if that was the point. She really was just shading this man. (laughs) Um, I don't think anybody should be taking it, you know, unless it's prescribed by a medical professional. Right. Which even then, you should be taking it because all the research says that you shouldn't be taking it. So, (laughs) um... I think that she was definitely shading. Do I think it's fat shaming? Yes, I think it's fat shaming. But because he's a horrible person, I don't care. That was going to be my next question. (laughs) Is it okay to fat shame people who suck? Part of me wants to be like, no. Like, Part of me feels like it's my job to stand up to fat shaming no matter who's being shamed. But then also, we're talking about Donald Trump. Right. So I can't find myself defending him <laughs> I and can't it's kind do of, it if anything it's just unfortunate because it's like it, to me it just shows a lack of creativity in terms of reading and shading like if the thing that you go to is him being fat it's like bitch okay <laughs> there are so many other things you can read this man after like he looks he literally looks like a flaming hot cheeto Mm-hmm. He, his hair is thin, bitch. See and it's through. not real, isn't it? Like flap up like a pancake, bitch. When the wind be blowing, I be like, <laughs> bitch. The glue, the glue. When the wind blows, I'm like, at any moment, it could just <laughs> fly and run amok. Like he, there are so many things that you could read him. His little hands, the fact that he cannot formulate. A sentence. A cohesive sentence to save his life. Oh my God. There's so many things you can read him on. You go to the fat thing. Mm, mm. I'm not going to start a tweet storm about it. I don't think it's that deep. I don't really care. Oh. And if anything, for me, it's kind of unfortunate because it's taking away from your argument, Nancy Pelosi. Because it's kind of like, 
as opposed to as opposed to talking about actual things that you're doing to help people in this pandemic, you're shading Donald Trump for being fat. Mm, that mm. makes you look less credible. Right. And it makes you it makes you look like like low hanging fruit. Like you're you're all you're trying to play his game. You're trying to distract us from what's actually going on by making the story about the fact that you potentially may have fat shamed him mm-hmm. as opposed to the fact that you know, unemployment is crazy and you don't seem to have, as the countermeasure, seem to have any kind of position or answer to address those, that problem. That, that to me is the real gag. <laughs> like, that to me is the real gag. Like, bitch, you can call him fat all you want to, but they, Nancy, what are you doing? What are you and Chuck doing? I'm sorry, I'm really mad at them right now. <laughs> I'm really pissed at them, both of them right now. We see. All because of their uh, coalescence to keep Bernie out. I mean, not just that, but also just like, I really don't think that they're doing a good job of, of offering a counter argument to what the current administration is. They're in leadership. Like they're supposed to be the ones that are talking about, we should pay people to stay home. Mm-hmm. What is their position? I don't even know what the fuck they're, they're advocating for. Me neither. They're supposed to be like some, new stimulus package deal on the table but nobody's really talking about it which makes me nervous and also the people who were the only people that i've heard like connecting their names to it are not it's like kamala yeah bernie aoc like them it's not anybody at the top in leadership and it's sad because it's like it's the the things that they're offering are like obscure funding packages for like different uh uh like different industries that I, I feel like won't really help anyone it's just made to look like they're doing something and it's like bitch this is your time to show that you're not like him like this is such a, an easy ass fucking layup bitch just i'm sorry let me calm down i'm really cursing her name <laughs> cursing her name on this phone on this microphone like it's such an easy layup all you have to do is not be donald trump and actually demonstrate empathy concern and i want everyone who is shaming other democrats for saying i'm not going to go vote for biden because it shouldn't have been him i want y'all to look at what isaiah just said now Mm -hmm. that there are plenty of democrats who are dropping the ball right now because all they have to do is not be trump right when your argument is that we all need to vote for biden because he's not trump right and you're still expecting something to change when everybody else is over here not being Trump and still nothing is changing. Right. I just want you to pay attention to that. Just pay think about that. Chew on that for a moment, okay? And I think it's fair to... I. That's what I'm saying. I think there's people people who have the position that they're not going to vote for Biden because they're sick and tired of having to pick between two lesser evils or the, the two... Pick the lesser evil. We need that position because mm-hmm. it's going to put in perspective what we want our ideal candidate to be. And it's going to try to hold us accountable to to making those things come into fruition i wholeheartedly believe that i think that there's value in people having that position because it's also leverage it's also yeah that was my thought too because for real for real if y'all want to shame me for saying that i'm not going to vote for biden that's cool Mm -hmm. but when you lose don't look at me and be like it's my fault no you should have listened to me when i said this is what i need this i need you to be over here on my team right come down here to the lowest level so we can all win right. otherwise i'm not fucking with y'all i'm not gonna help y'all keep me down absolutely not and that's and that's that's it it's like you your vote is power 
and you and if you have a platform and you're saying I'm not going to vote for this person, that's you declaring that you care so passionately about this that you're going to exercise your own power and use that as leverage to potentially say you need to meet me somewhere. You need to come le- come over to the left more. Mm-hmm. And if you don't come over to the left more, I'm not going to vote. And, and there's, you can continue to lose. And he needs Bernie supporters. Correct. Down. He needs Bernie supporters down. So, I mean, back to the fat shaming thing. <laughs> because we're... <laughs> we can bring back onto this. <laughs> we can really go in. <laughs> I mean, like I said, I mean, I, fat, it was fat shaming, yes. <laughs> it was fat shaming, yes. Do I care? No, because Donald Trump. And I feel like... All of my opinions about things don't have to be congruent with my ideologies <laughs> and my politics, no. Because everything is not black and white. Right, no. Fuck Donald Trump, and you can call him a fat-ass bitch, <laughs> and I don't care, because he deserves to be called a fat-ass bitch, among other things. And worse. And worse, because he's a horrible human being. Mm-hmm. And that's that. <laughs> and that's that one that. What was the conversation on Twitter? Were niggas really calling, like... Were they really going in? I mean, it wasn't really niggas who were going in. Right. So, there's... (laughs) (laughs) But it was just... The conversation was really just centered around whether or not fat shaming is acceptable when it's uh, a person that you don't like. Like, are we saying fat shaming is a dub all the way around? Or are we saying that fat shaming is, like, one of those other things that you can just throw out whenever you want to? I mean, let's be honest. (laughs) It's like, we also need to know our audiences. Because I feel like fat shaming is still a thing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, people still fat shame. It's just that people try to do it through the lens of, like, health and wellness or, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, body, not, not even body positivity, but, like, do it through the lens of like trying to be helpful. Like I feel like I see a lot of people like self-help realm trying to tell people like using their fat shaming through those lenses. Mm-hmm. And I don't see people getting outraged about those kinds of things. Maybe it's a little bit more nuanced and a little bit more harder to detect, but it's like, I don't, you know, well, that, if- that goes into my next question, which is, do you think that, Fat shaming is possible in the context of medical things. Like, because she said he's morbidly obese, which is a medical term, can you consider that fat shaming or is that just calling a spade a spade? To me, it it just feels like. Did I just do a racism? No. Did I I just do a racism? (laughs) Calling a spade a spade? I don't think so, child. I say calling a spade a spade all the time. Um, I think you're talking about the card, not the. Yes, I was talking about a card. (laughs) Correct. The actual suit, a spade. Um, I mean. (laughs) I don't know how I feel. Life is complicated. I feel like, yes. The medical establishment has done a number on all of us Correct. In, in terms of making us think that we have to fit within specific standards and metrics in order to be considered healthy. Mm-hmm. What a lot of people through their own life experiences and chronicling their own life experiences publicly for public consumption has shown that there are people who, who operate outside those metrics that are still healthy that are still demonstrating different kinds of health in a way that we did not expect or associate with people outside those metrics. So I feel like 
I say all that to say, <laughs> why am I saying this? I say all that to say that the medical establishment, it's calling a spade a spade, but it's like what you do with that information mm-hmm. kind of thing. So it's mm-hmm. like her calling him obese, to her, he looks obese. Okay. The shade is she's calling him obese, but it's like he is obese. Um, but what do you do with that information? Do you say that he, by virtue of him being obese, that he's a horrible person? By virtue of him being obese, that he's lazy? By virtue of him being obese, that he's immediately considered unhealthy? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's that to me is the next level of the conversation. I don't think by calling someone obese that you're inherently fat shaming them. I think you're just calling a spade a spade. I'm obese. Correct. I mean, sorry. <laughs> I was I mean, saying it's correct. Not, I don't obese. care, bitch. I am. I don't care. I'm saying it is just calling a spade a spade. But I do think that context matters and intent right. matters as well. So if you're calling a spade a spade because you want that spade to be upset. <laughs> because you want to cut that spade, bitch. <laughs> By throwing out a higher spade. Uh-uh, we're not throwing out jokers on spades. We don't do that. <laughs> Bitch, I suck at spades, okay? Leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> Why would you cut a spade? Well, if everyone only has spades, bitch. Okay, as long as you don't cut your partner, it's fine. I think I did that a couple times, but that's not the end of the day. Yeah, we're not going to talk about it. <laughs> it was my birthday. This nigga cutting my spades. I, because I learned... I. <laughs> <laughs> Before that game, I've only played spades like twice before then. So I had, it's I'm like, I, I know the, the mechanics of it, but there's, I don't like spades. There's just too much psychological warfare. Yeah. You, you weren't really... bad at it, but if you were playing, like, like if we were playing at a, at a black family's house, it would have been slightly different. Like you would have had to deal with the, the psychological warfare and the and you have cussing to like, you out. You have to count cards low key <laughs> and you have to like. You just have to be hyper aware of everything that's going on at the same time. Fucking spades is a lot. It's a yeah. lot. I just like to be gentle. I like to play with people who don't yell. Me. Me. I'm the same way. I'm like, okay. Can I'm we like just like, this is a practice round. <laughs> Before that's... we started recording today, we couldn't find a cord. And apparently I was sitting on the cord, but nobody told me that I was sitting on the cord. Okay. I was not aware that the cord even could have been under me. I thought it was supposed to have been on the other side of the couch. And then people just started yelling. And I don't like to be yelled at. I was going to have a breakdown over this cord and we wasn't going to record. I was just going to send everybody home. Because fuck it. We should do a segment called Stories from a Pisces and then <laughs> Stories from a Leo. Because her, the, de- the, the story that she just told to you was not actually what happened at all. It is! Okay. Uh, <laughs> you see this animation that you hear in her voice, all of this emotion that she's presenting in her portrayal of the story, that is not what happened at all. Nobody yelled. Everybody was yelling at me. Nobody yelled. And notice how she said, nobody told me that I was sitting on top of the cord. Nobody told me I could have been sitting on top of it. I was told that the cord was connected to the box, which was all the way over on the other side of the room. Or it was on your side of the couch. In, in no situation did anyone say, Taylor, you could possibly be sitting on the cord. That didn't At, happen. My mind was like this. At the point that we realized that the cord was not where it was supposed to be, it was lost. <laughs> Therefore, it could be anywhere. So we all needed to, <laughs> to check within our local bubble to ensure that we were not somehow 
housing <laughs> the cord. But okay? I mean, okay, I'll take that. I was sitting on the cord. I could have gotten up when we realized the cord was not where it was supposed to be. Everyone should have gotten up. You're right. And I did. You're right. And I should have gotten up. However, y'all didn't up. need to yell at me. And again, tales from tales from a Pisces, tales from a Leo. Tales from a Leo. This is me speaking. <laughs> no one was yelling. Everyone was yelling. When the cord was located, what did I do? Instead of yelling, I just walked away. <laughs> it was yelling. You yelled with your mind. <laughs> I felt the yell. <laughs> there was no... I did not raise my voice at all. Both of you were like, you were sitting on the cord. <laughs> they yelled at me. There may have been a tooth suck, and there may hear. have been there may have been a hand raised, <laughs> along with an, a slight inflection in the voice to indicate how shocked we were to find that you, in fact, were sitting on the cord. However, comma, we were not yelling. Mm. Don't listen to them. They were yelling. <laughs> Don't listen to them. <laughs> I can't believe that people really thought, like, that she was fat. I mean, she was. But, like, <laughs> that people made a hubbub. Yeah. She was fat shaming the president. It's unacceptable. Fuck that nigga. Okay. But. Hey, friend, do you have a weekly consumption? I mean, I have so many weekly consumptions. All right. Well, let's let's get it. My, let's get him. Let's get him. Let's get him. Let's get him. I want to talk about this movie, but I don't know how to talk about this movie, and I don't ever want to watch it again. But I want people to watch it so that they can experience what I experienced when I watched it. I'm already out. What is the movie? Have you heard of this movie called The Killing of a Sacred Deer, bitch? No, that does not sound like something I would watch, bitch. I don't know what the fuck I watch. <laughs> See, absolutely not. It's so intense and so good but it's also like one of those movies that you only can watch once like precious i only could watch that movie once it was too much for me but it's like uh, supposed to be like some sort of like modern take on like a greek tragedy apparently okay so here's the i'm gonna give you the plot i'm not gonna give you any spoilers well do you care? Are you a spoiler? Are you I don't, sp- I'm not going to watch this. I can already tell because you already seem freaked out. So go ahead. Spoiler. Yeah, girl, that shit fucked me up for a couple days. Mm-mm. So essentially the movie is about this doctor who's the surgeon who was performing some sort of surgery on a patient. The patient had a child. Apparently you come to find out in the movie that he was intoxicated or he had drinks before the surgery. Mm-hmm. And there's speculation on whether or not because he was drunk or had taken a couple of drinks while, before he did the surgery, and that contributed to the patient dying. So the doctor, I guess because of his guilty kind of conscience, still maintained a relationship with the patient's son even after he died. And then the the story unfolds, and it's kind of weird because it's like, they're, everyone in this movie is acting fucking weird. Like... <laughs> Everyone is just acting a little off. You feel like there's no emotion. Everyone's acting robotically. And then as the movie unfolds, it's kind of like, what the fuck is going on? So you come to find out that, I guess, the the son is supposed to be some sort of deity, godly figure that's like, the whole thing is justice and, and like equality. So essentially, he 
like this is like 50 minutes into the movie after they've all been acting really fucking strange he's like the the doctor he has a wife and two children he the son of the patient says one of your family members has to die and you have to pick the one Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. This is 50 minutes into the movie, and the, the whole scene is fucking wild because they're literally just sitting in, like, the cafeteria at the fucking hospital, and he's like, why are you always coming up Why are you always coming up to the hospital to see me? What's going on? And because he wasn't seeing the boy anymore, because I guess, I don't know, he just didn't want to see him. I forgot what happened. But the boy was like, I'm going to say this really, really quickly, and he just blurted it all out, and he was like, oh, my God, I can't believe I just said that. And it was, like, so weird. Then... He tells him, like, how they're going to die. Uh-uh. And it's like, first, what you'll do, what will happen is they won't be able to walk. Then they'll lose their appetite. Or I think it was the, if they'll lose their appetite, then they be, won't be able to walk. And then, like, once it's close to their dying, blood will start to come from their eyes. This movie was a, a lot. It was a whole bunch. And then something happens in the movie, and you're like, bitch, what the fuck? <laughs> okay, so did they die? Did it happen? They stopped walking? <laughs> Yes, yes, that happened, and it got to the point in the movie where the father had to choose one of the the family members to die, and the way that he did it because he's a punk. Even though it kind of you kind of wonder if he actually just wanted to do this the whole time, he put all his family members in a room and put like head coverings over all of them. He got a gun. He put a head covering over himself, like went in a circle with a gun. And then when he stopped, he would just shoot. And whoever he shot would be the person that died. Wow. And he ended up killing his son. The youngest one. This movie was a lot. And it just made you think of like, if you ever wrong someone with the universe. Beware, bitch. Right? Because <laughs> they might be like a manifestation of like God or the devil like, it was a whole bunch. I've never watched a movie ever again. It was too much. <laughs> I don't ever want to watch it. I'm okay. <laughs> but it was really good, though. They were really acting in that movie. Colin Colin Farrell is in it. And Nicole Kidman. It was really, really good. Colin Farrell? Is that his name? He's the funny one. This is not a funny movie. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. Colin Farrell. And he was looking kind of cute, too. You oh, know wait. I'm... Maybe Will Farrell is the funny one. Yeah, Colin Farrell. And I don't really go out for the whites like that, but... He was cute. Let me see. Yeah, that's him. He was kind of like mm. meaty, meaty in the movie. I was like, ooh, okay. <laughs> ooh. Ooh. And then I also watched Pose. Yeah. I Did I see that you were watching? Oh, no, you just said it when we were talking earlier. Mm-hmm. Season one and two, bitch. When I tell you, weeping. Every yeah, every episode just tears, crying. Is it all that I don't think I've ever watched it. I Girl, tried to watch it once. I'm obsessed. This is this <laughs> is like my favorite show in a long time. Okay, that is a lot for me to say. <laughs> this is like like I want as soon as I watched it, I wanted to watch it for the beginning again. <laughs> I loved it. It's so good. I'm gonna watch it. It's on Netflix, right? Yeah, and then but the season two is about to be on there too. It was so good, bitch. I finished the season one in like a cup, like a day. <laughs> it's only like eight or nine episodes. I finished that in a couple hours, and then I bought season two off Amazon Prime. Wow, for fourteen ninety nine. It must be really good. It you was really that good. Fifteen dollars, bitch. And I was so satisfied. Like I literally was at work, just tears. I can't. 
crying, <laughs> supposed to be working and just sitting there typing up emails and just fucking weeping in the bushes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> weeping. It was so good. My favorite character, I think, they're just so good. I think my favorite character is Candy. It's a toss-up between Candy and what's her name? Fucking India Moore's character. What's her name? I don't know because I don't watch this show. What the f- Angel. Angel. I like Angel a lot, too. Because Angel be having some little fucking funny-ass one-liners that you have to really watch to catch. <laughs> but... I really like the show. You should watch it. It's so good. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to add it to my list of things to watch because I'm almost done in Avatar The Last Airbender. You, um, you're going to be weeping. I was crying like every other episode. It's so good. And like not even like sometimes sad crying, but also just like you ever just feel full in your body, like from your mm-hmm. feet? All, all the time. Oh my God. I be just crying for the sake of crying sometimes. You just got to cry. I love, crying is so therapeutic that's a very Pisces statement to make i mean (laughs) girl my oh i don't know how to say that anymore (laughs) i was speaking with someone on how to on different ways to say i love you Mm -hmm. and they were like an aquarius way of saying i love you is i enjoy being around you because they don't enjoy being around a lot of people. Mm. And I was like, a Pisces would be like, I enjoy crying around you. <laughs> <laughs> that is very consistent with the market research, babe. <laughs> do you, so you, do you enjoy crying around me? I mean, you, when you I cry. I just be crying, so. <laughs> I have cried around you before, I'm pretty sure. You cried multiple times around me, but it wasn't like happy tears. It was like. <gasps> they were frustration. Did I stop the thing? No. Okay. Yeah, you cry because you're upset or mad. Yeah. I mean, but I cry at anything, so... I tend to not cry emotionally, like, it, about, like, sadness mm-hmm. in front of people. Like, any people. But I cry at anything, so... If I can't <laughs> cry in front of you, I can't be your friend, period. Because <laughs> you, yeah. Because I cry at the drop of a dime. I'm not really a crier in front of other people, but I don't think that's an intentional thing. Maybe it's my conditioning because of, like, being a man. But, like, my social rearing, niggas have tried to make me, like, a hardened person, which I feel like, to some to some degree, has worked. It's not in the way that they think that it is. Um, but I enjoy, like, I, I'm a, a crier by myself. Like, if I'm watching something, I don't know. Sometimes it's like, if you ever watch something and you like the sounds mm-hmm. all the time you have headphones on the sound to have headphones on the I music is tv music is on the dialogue is right like they have like violins or strings or a piano in the background the dialogue is like they're really saying things mm-hmm. and then like the people who are really doing it are really acting mm-hmm. bitch sometimes I, I was crying on naruto all the time <laughs> i cried um watching avatar last airbender and it's a fucking cartoon like a kid's cartoon, not even like an anime cartoon, like a cartoon cartoon. Like when he almost died. Mm-hmm. 
I don't. I didn't even get there yet. I cried at the when they took Appa, when the people stole Appa, and he, he went into the pissed. Avatar state because he was so mad. That shit. I was like, oh my god. I, I, don't, cried. I didn't cry. I was mad. No. I was pissed. I, well, I cried because I was pissed. <laughs> and when uh, Katara had to like hug him out of the Avatar state when he was so pissed, I cried. Cause that was real love. Like and she, she was really. She did not. There was everybody else ran away. She just stood there and was like, "I, what can I do? All I can do is hug you." They took his best friend. Oh, I'm gonna cry again. I want to know what her sign is, Katara. I feel like me and her are the same sign. She could totally be a Leo. She bossy as hell. <laughs> I also realized that me and Toph are the same fucking person. Bitch, okay. And because that's Katara I mean. said, you could help us unload. And Toph said, I got all of my stuff. None of y'all helped me. And I said, bitch, yes. Go and make your tent and go to bed. Nobody helped you get your shit. Fuck you. I wanted to cuss Katara's name a few times. We're good now, though. Meanwhile... I don't understand why you feel like because you're with the group that you don't feel like you have to participate with the group. The bitch. group didn't help me get myself off of. You didn't ask. <laughs> you didn't ask, bitch. I didn't I need your help. You. <laughs> but you did. Uh, but I didn't. All of my stuff is off. You're asking me to now move your stuff. No. I feel like I definitely am a Katara. I'm a small blind girl and did it all by myself. <laughs> you have two eyes, two well, hands, Well, bitch, I need help. Feet. So guess what you're going to do, okay? <laughs> Go right to bed. <laughs> <laughs> you better use your water vending. This is the 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 hood ass version of Avatar. Because <laughs> I'm guitar, and I would have been like, "I'm excuse me, I don't know what you think you're doing over here, bitch. We help around here, okay? I'm going right to bed. Nobody helps me. And I'd be like, okay. And then when your ass will sleep the next day, and then wake up in time for Appa to leave. Uh, where's Toph? <laughs> Nobody woke me up. <laughs> I don't know where is she at. Okay, so y'all are just gonna leave the twelve year old <laughs> blind girl all by herself. Okay? I remember you got your your stuff off the. the <laughs> y'all opera. ain't shit. Y'all ain't shit. It's okay. You unpacked. Remember? Next time you need some earth bended, don't ask me. <laughs> you better hope the end got his shit together. And he never did. <laughs> he never did. I fucking love that show. That show was so good. I love that show. That shit. That whole, and I remember, I'm sorry, we're, I'm sorry, we're getting off track, I'm sorry. I mean, what is off track when we haven't put out an episode in three years? I remember how they <laughs> released, like, that whole arc of the Avatar where he, Appa was stolen. Like, when I, because I was, watched the show when it was, like, coming out. Like Yeah, episode, I did too. Bitch, when, because it was like, that was the end of an episode for, like, a couple months. Mm-hmm. They didn't really And then the episode. next episode was like the episode where it was just you saw what Appa went through and what Momo was going through. So that there was, was no dialogue at mm-hmm. all. And I was like, what the actual hell? <laughs> and but, then we had to see Appa be abused. I couldn't watch that. Mm-hmm. I, the, and then the words. This time, watching it on Netflix, I fast forwarded through that part because I was like, I know I can't sit through this. This fucking cartoon has me feeling this way. It's so emotional. Like, that whole situation with the Kyoshi Warriors. I really don't fuck with Azula. Like, I, I'm trying to 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 find, like, my care and concern and my empathy for her, but I really don't fuck with her. Like, she's, she's a bad a sociopath. bitch. sociopath. Right. It's hard to care for her <laughs> because she cares for no one. Except herself. But then it's kind of like, no, because I think that there was cracks in her armor towards the end. Yeah, because she was losing her fucking mind. Right. <laughs> but, like, that was because she was a sociopath and everything was blowing or imploding on her. I go up for May, though. May is my bitch. I have a crush on her. I can't. She really is that girl. 
And I just really fuck with bitches who are really out here. Like, I fuck with the Kiyoshi Warriors down, bitch. They're really out here fighting niggas, number one. You seem like you would be a Kiyoshi Warrior. <laughs> <laughs> like, Suki, bitch, was really out here fighting bitches fighting. with no bending. None. She said, okay, you can throw a rock, bitch. Okay, I can throw these hands. Let's get it popping. <laughs> she was really giving two pieces in a biscuit. Out. <laughs> Two pieces and a biscuit. Yes. Ow. She was really fighting hoes. Okay. That whole scene. Oh, never mind. I don't know where you are. Never mind. Oh, well, I've seen it already. You're not ruining anything. Oh, that episode <laughs> where they had to break out of the um, Fire Nation prison. I don't think I got that far yet this time, but I do know what you're talking about. Yeah. She was that bitch. And she climbed. The bitch had fingernails and was just climbing up this metal ass wall and then did a whole flip and then fought firebenders. Azula is... A really good bender, though. She is Like, sickening. you can't take that away from She's her. She's I did a couple polls on Twitter where I was like, who's the best... Fi- well, I'm going to ask you. Who's the best firebender out of these people? Azula. Um, Zuko. What is his name? Iroh. No, but yeah, him too. Iroh and who's the fire lord? Ozai. Which one's the better firebender? The better all-around firebender. I want to say Iroh is the one who comes to the, to the immediate. But don't sleep on um Homeboy, too, with the bob. Who? The, the Homeboy with the bob. The one who originally, like, that first season when Aang was learning firebending. And he burnt Katara's hands. And then she learned that she oh, could heal. Um, I forget his name. Yeah, I forget his name, too. But, yes. We're that nigga was flying... Like, first of all, firebenders can fly. Like, <laughs> what is this logic? In Ba Sing Se, when they did the take, the White Lotus t- retook Ba Sing Se, this nigga was flying mm-hmm. and, like, was methodical in how he was doing firebending. N- niggas was just creating firewalls and pushing <laughs> and pushing the fucking trucks into piles. Methodical. Don't sleep on him. Firebending sucks. But, but, yeah, but I don't think that... I think that Iroh would be top firebender. Or Roku. But that's well, yeah, cheating. I don't know if Roku counts. Right, <laughs> that's cheating. Because Aang doesn't count. Right, I would say Iroh, but I would put Azula at a close second, and I think Azula would be better than Ozai for sure. And Azula probably would be by the time because Azula was only her teens. Yeah, but I also don't know if she lived too much longer because, like we said, she was losing all of her marbles. Right. Yeah, and Zuko was never really good at firebending. He no. just always had to work really, really hard and got good he was never really good at anything if we're being honest completely honest that, but he did go in he did go in when they were fighting in that little crystal Katar was about to get azula's ass in that scene she yes. was about to really yes because she and azula her ang and Katara was about to go the fuck in, in. okay azula I mean, Katar was about to she said okay this is cute what you, what you guys done here in terms of teaming up however comma, let me get y'all together right here let me get you together right here. And she she was about to get her ass if Zuka was not there. That fucked my whole face up. I was so mad. Not your whole face. Cause Qatar was really I was I was like, bitch, where's that animation? I needed to see how it got to that point. The bitch. first time I watched it and we got to the we should probably wrap this up at some point. But the first time <laughs> I watched this and we got to the um the day of the black sun. 
Is that was that a an Avatar thing? Or did I make that up? The Day of the Black Sun, where the the eclipse, the eclipse, the day of the eclipse, where we got there, and I was like, okay, this is the end of the series because we're gonna fight the Fire Lord. Ah, we got to the end of that episode, and I was pissed, pissed. Is that the one where they were in the Water Nation? No, that's the um the moon eclipse, the lunar eclipse. That was the one where the dude tried to kill the moon and shit. I just watched that too. No, this was the one, the the solar, solar eclipse, eclipse. Yeah, yeah, where yeah. they were underground and everything. They were supposed to fight the fire lord, and I'm like, okay, this is the end. Like we about to get, and then it was like, no, no, we are gonna wait another whole year <laughs> because bitch not here. Like when you when they release these episodes, like yes, they, they were like movies, really trying to them. fuck me up. Like, I was really setting aside time for The Last Airbender, a cartoon. And then they wouldn't come back for a month on it. That show is incredibly well written. They were doing the same thing with Steven Universe. Do you watch Steven Universe? Mm -mm, I heard it's good, though. It's really good. But they will release an episode, and then you won't get another episode for another three years. It's like um, Game of Thrones, but on crack. Absolutely not. We're not going to talk about that last season of Game of Thrones. It's been a lovely <laughs> episode. Did you have, any, you have any weekly consumptions? Um, the Last Airbender, obviously. The Sims, obviously. Um, I watched this movie called... I want to say it's called The Room. It might be called something else. Room? Is that the with the girl and the little boy? No, I did watch that, but that's not what I'm talking about. Bitch, that But movie? I watched that. That movie was crazy. Mm-hmm. This one was called, I think it's called The Room. It's on, it's a Shutter exclusive, so it's like a, a horror movie. Don't ask me why I watched this shit, but it looked interesting. But it's about this room that essentially gives you whatever you ask for in this old house that this couple bought. I don't want to watch this. And, <laughs> oh, I don't want to ruin it for you. If you're well, tell it, me. I'm not going to watch it. I said I don't. <laughs> um, the couple, like, really had issues conceiving. Like, she mm-hmm. kept miscarrying. So one day she went into the room. Well, first of all, the dude finds out that you can get whatever you want out of this room. And he was like, I want a million dollars. And a million dollars appeared. And then he tried to go to the gas station. And he tried to take the money out of his pocket and like turn to ash. So you can't take anything out of the house that the house creates for you. But you can have whatever you want inside the house. Well, that did, I don't want it then. So the, the woman was like, I want a baby. And the house created a baby for her. But you can't take it outside. So it. <laughs> Why did you say it like that? <laughs> but you can't take it outside. She tried to take it outside, and it started aging like immediately. Like its skin started burning, and it started aging. So she went outside with a newborn, and came back inside with like a five year old. Oh my god! And then so they tried to keep it in the house forever. It ran outside a couple times. I keep saying it. It was a he. Mm-hmm. He ran outside a couple times, and eventually he turns into like. A teenager but he looks scary as hell like he looks like the devil um and he's basically like it, does he have like any awareness of like his like like a self-conception like he was created by this room so does he yeah exist? i don't think i don't think he ever realized that mm. that was what it was he just knew that he couldn't go outside and he was like why can't i go outside you guys don't love me and then after a while he started doing weird shit like trying to kill people <clears throat> so they were like what are we gonna do like the the father was like we have to kill him obviously okay that was <laughs> the mother was like i can't kill him he's my son <laughs> so he hears that and then he starts trying to kill the two of them and then at some point he locks the father outside of the house and he has the mother in the house and he morphs to look like the father and he tries to get the mother to fall in love with him this movie was so many movies in one it was wild 
But at the end, they like force him to go outside. They lock him outside, and he turns into an old man and dies. Oh my god! I have another movie. Do we have time? Yeah. Bitch, I need to find this. I need to find this movie because I found this movie on Amazon Prime. What is it called? Bitch. Okay, we need to do a movie episode, but this movie was good because I also watched this during quarantine. Have you ever heard of this movie called I See You? Maybe you got to give me more than that. Okay, <laughs> so I see... Okay. <laughs> oh my God, I'm so excited, but there's a lot going on. Okay, so I see... Me and my sister watched this movie before we watched The Killing of a Sacred Deer. And first, the movie was giving us Lifetime movie. We're like, okay, bitch, this is giving me Lifetime movie with a budget. The girl from Twister <laughs> is in the movie. She plays like the mom. I'm trying to figure out how to explain this. Essentially, it's about this couple that live in this house, this family. They're going through issues. Apparently, the mother cheated on the husband. Mm-mm. And the the son is pissed because he feels like he's fucking up the... Oh, she's wait, fucking up the family. Ooh. Well, hello there, Wi-Fi and data users. Welcome to the Professionally Silly Podcast. I'm your audible boo-thing, Amber Smiles-Jones, a stand-up comedian and YouTuber from Atlanta, Georgia, trying her best not to go bankrupt in Los Angeles. (laughs) This is the podcast where you can experience the silly, random, creepy, and, of course, the weird. Get your fix of hilarious news stories, true crime experiences, and more. The internet is a huge place, so think of me as your audible YouTube video. Enjoy the sounds of my melanated voice as I say all the that people are afraid to say out loud. Join me every Friday recorded right here on the Anchor app where I take my silliness seriously. We had technical difficulties, bitch. (laughs) Okay, so the movie goes like this. Um, Long story short, the, the mom cheated on the husband and the husband and the son are pissed at the mom, and they're like, "They're she's breaking up the relationship." That's one story. Another story, like that's one plot. Another plot is apparently there's something going on in the town that they live in, with children are just going missing. Mm-mm. What? Bitch. Okay, children are going missing. The do- the father is a cop, and he's like investigating a recent case where a child has gone missing. That's another plot. Third plot is, and this is the plot that fucked my whole face up. They live in this house and they're starting to see things going missing. Like... Uh Out the house? Like, the the girl had a favorite mug that she used to use for coffee and she was like, what happened to my mug? What happened to my mug? And nobody could find the mug. Then the mug ends up... her, Her lover comes over to the house. The mug ends up being thrown... On top of her lover, the man that she cheated on her husband with, on his head, he ends up, like, bleeding from the head. And the girl, obviously, is thinking, like, oh, she saw my lover here at this house and thought that the son threw the mug at the man. Then the man that she was cheating on her husband with ends up dying in the house. Another plot point is, apparently this is a thing that I did not know about, but there's this whole thing called frogging. Have you ever heard about that? Mm-mm. I have not. 
Bitch, I don't want to tell you because it's going to scare you. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to tell you. Frogging is when people live in your house without you knowing <laughs> that they're in your fucking house. <laughs> like. I live alone, guys. So that was fun to hear. <laughs> but I mean. You know everything. You know what's happening in your house at all times. I leave all the lights on all the time. Right. But like this this was like a big ass mansion. So really this is I mean, white people, we don't really care about you. This is for rich (laughs) upper upper middle class, you know, people. And essentially there's this girl and this boy who go in essentially find because there's like a guest room or like a guest area with like an attic and stuff, they find a room in the house and essentially live in the house while the family is still living in the house without the family ever knowing. And they are like documenting it. And apparently it's, it's really a thing that people do. And the whole purpose of them doing it is because they're like doing it because they're homeless essentially. Mm -hmm. And they don't want to live out on the street. It could also be a cool, like, um, what's it called? Like political art project where it's like people don't need this much fucking space you didn't even realize I was here, which means you didn't come over here ever at all in right. this part of your house. It, it is wild when you think about it. It's like I, the whole concept of the other people living in your house. Social commentary. That's what I was trying to come up with. Yes. The, the whole concept of people living in your house that you know is foreign to me, bitch, because all of my <laughs> the rooms at my current um, place of lot in my home get used right <laughs> we know where everybody the fuck is bitch at all times because we're nosy <laughs> um but yeah essentially these two people were living in the house without the family knowing the whole time so that's why shit was going missing come to find out the boy is a little bit um crazy a little bit touched and uh, he wanted to scare the fucking family and he was the one who threw the mug over the thing um and then i mean there's a, i'm cutting out major plot points but essentially what ends up happening is you find out that the man who killed the lover was the dad he ends up killing the lover and then making it seem like the son did it wow then you end up finding out that the man is the one who's abducting the children I'm telling you, you need to watch this movie. It was so good. End up abducting the children. Then you also find out that the the boy who was crazy, who was throwing the mug, who was living in the house all the time, was one of the children that he abducted but escaped. Bitch. Wow. I was like, Lifetime movie. Kind of seems like everything worked itself out then, huh? Yes. And then he ends up dying at the end or something like that. But it was good. Wow. It's called I Can See You. And it was on Amazon Prime. Or what was it? Let me see what it's called. I see you. It's actually really good. IMDb gave it a six point seven out of ten. I don't think that's too good. Um, <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes gave it a seventy four percent. It's like a good. Yeah, it's like a good watch at home when it's raining movie. Lifetime movie with a budget. Mm-hmm. You know, you can do some hair while it's on in the background. Cook dinner. Yeah. It's good though. It was good. Come on, do some hair while it's on in the background. You know, in my mind, every, it's lifetime a very movies, black experience. <laughs> make a wig, <laughs> do some braids, play The Sims. Right. It's one of those movies that you can just do other stuff while it's on in the background, and you still every once and again gla- 
look up at the TV like, what the fuck happened? What's going on? That's my favorite way to watch TV. Me. Too. <laughs> I'm sorry. I took up all of your time, guys. It's fine. Because I wasn't keeping track of my weekly consumptions. I, I haven't been doing anything except this. Playing The Sims and watching Avatar. So, those are my two things. Well, thank you guys for listening. Yeah. Um, we're back. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Don't hold me to that, though. Wait until next week, and then... You'll know if we're back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, make sure you like, comment, subscribe. Nope, that's YouTube. Try mm-hmm. again. Make sure you subscribe, rate, comment. and comment on our Instagram page. Yep. And the podcast, and yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Our outros are going to get better at some point, we promise. It's so odd. Like, bitch, I, just do something, okay? Just, Talk to us. Just fucking exist. Right. You're doing great. We love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>